0: all right guys this is chris i'm angela spice O life
1: yep hopefully everybody's doing great hopefully you guys had a great day yeah yeah. whole life
0: all right um yes. my day has been good so far. I ha- I don't have many complaints.
1: That's good. I do
0: have a lot on the plate, sort of speaking my mm-hmm. mind anyway. What about you?
1: Yeah, same as you. A lot on the plate. Um I I was a little tired today. Um, uh, a little but not much. Um these past few days. Uh probably because I've been doing a little bit more uh activities. <laughs> activities, physical, fitness, physical ap- fitness, activities, but I'm just a little tired. I was just a little tired. I was, you know, hopefully I'll be able to get a little rest, you know, yeah, at some you point, you know, make up that. for some rest. But but all in all, I'm doing pretty I good. I, I can't, I just like you, I can't complain. I can't
0: complain. I did have to go to the doctor and get some things checked on. And just so y'all know, like <clears throat> this this season, we are – we're just gonna talk about what's on our mind. We don't have a lot of pre plans. So everything you see is pretty genuine, authentic and mm-hmm. and so it almost pops in as we're starting a our, our, our going, so it's not a definite thing. But once we as we talk about it and however we finish we'll just come up with a title for it because we kinda wanna speak from our heart and yeah. be you know, keep it real. Which we always do, but I think this is even better. What do you think?
1: I think it is better because Chris and I we talk a lot, so it's pretty much you guys are kind of in an in. We're we're inviting you guys into conversations that we have, you know, some of our little conversations that we have. Yeah. But yeah.
0: I have my moments. I can be quiet. I you know, I can listen to. Yeah. When I have to, or when I need to, or when I want to. That's true. Um, but I think as I'm I was talking to you, I was thinking about that terminology lot on the plate. Mm-hmm. First of all, how do we know what determines to us that we have a lot on the plate versus and then how you deal with it if you genuinely do? How do you deal with it?
1: Yeah, I agree. I know for myself, you know, usually the, the first thing is to be become overwhelmed with the plate, with how much is on the plate. So that's my first response and that is the truthful response for me. I get overwhelmed. You know, I have to sort things out. But I think with you, sometimes you 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 get a little quiet once you, you have a lot of play. He's he's quiet and he's thinking it through. You know, and then I'll say, Okay, is everything okay? <laughs> you okay? <laughs> Are you, you okay? okay? Is everything You're okay? okay? okay. You know, that's because he has a lot on the plate, and he's just trying to get you know get things sorted through. That's another thing too.
0: Some people say, from and I'm and I'm not a I can't read people, but some people you ask you, hey man, you okay? Are you okay? And you can tell us genuinely. Then you got some people that just like seem like they say it to say it, and and you don't know how to respond. Plus, you don't want to overthink that. But as far as the on the plate thing. Um, sometimes it may not be that big a deal, but in my mind it is, and so I have to figure that out. And it depends on what it is. So, because something I have found some things that it's not that big a deal to me is a big deal to other people because I'm more comfortable with certain situations. Mm-hmm. Then there's some stuff that's like, ooh, that's a lot for me. It's some people handle that situation. You know, they built for that or they used to that, and I'm like, ooh, this is gonna be overwhelming. This is gonna be a lot. And she's right. I react different ways to different situations. Sometimes I am very quiet because I'm still trying to run it all through my brain and process how I'm going to do it. Um, but sometimes certain things can really just really stress me hard. Yeah. And I have to be careful how I deal with people around me because I don't want to oh, yeah. put that stress on other people. So that's really the biggest thing.
1: Yeah. That. Yeah, that's true. And then also I did mention that I get overwhelmed but I have to sort things through. I find that when I plan things out or have, like, a routine or plan to to do things or get it done, you know, you know, even if it's not done, you know, at least I come up with a plan or a list of things to do, like a to-do list. You know, what, what do I have to do? Let me, you know, let me just try to sort this out. Or talking it over with Chris sometimes helped me because some of that stuff I'd be stressing about, you know, that I have to do or, like, you know, a lot of it can be delegated. You know, some people. You know, I I just, I just have to make sure that I, you know, like, hey, could you do this? Or I, you have to tell people to, uh, that you need some help, and not, you know, you know, hold it all in, or be like, oh, it's, it's all on me, it's all on me. But because sometimes I get into f- feeling or thinking that, you know. I don't want that, to ask anybody anything, especially if they don't want to do it, you know. I don't have to go through that, you know, if I get like a little, you know, attitude or like, oh, like I don't want to do it, you know. Of course that's happened before, but, you know, it's like if I might as well do it myself, you know, mm-hmm. then, then take on the extra stress of, you know, if somebody don't want to help me out with it. But um, I think that delegation is, is good um, because I did that recently. And it it helped me out. It really reduced my stress level. So,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty. I, that's what I observe. So yeah. <laughs> and <clears throat> I think sometimes talking about it a little bit helps. Yeah. Sometimes if I feel like I'm talking and and, and people around not getting it, I do. I'm not going to say much because I do not. Even though no one is purpose, I don't believe most people around me are are pur- doing anything on purpose. I don't need nothing to add to it. My mm-hmm. my anxiety or problems, again, because I know it's just, I, I, my goal is to try to manage it all. And then the, as you knock a little bit off your plate, so to speak, clear it up, it gets a little better. I'm always, some things I enjoy doing that's stressful for me and I enjoy the process of it. It's just a building up to it. Yeah. But once I'm in the middle of doing it, I I embrace it because mm-hmm. some of it I actually enjoy. I just want to make sure I do a good job at it. So that's probably the worry part. And then once it's done, it is like it is a relief, and I feel – usually I feel pretty good about what I've done or what yeah. what I've done with the team or whatever the situation is. Um, yeah. And I think
1: yeah. one thing – do you think some things that, that help you, which, you know, come up with a plan or – you know, delegating it out to certain mm-hmm. people to do you know what as much as you can or what you can you can't you know or, and I know this uh, too is that whenever someone just automatically do it then you ain't got to say nothing to them. Oh man,
0: <laughs> that's that's the best kind of people to deal with that you don't have to pull teeth with or you don't have to put it in skywriting.
1: It's like, um, how and do- I'm
0: not built that way. I hate having yeah. to give extreme like. 'Cause I you know, I believe in my brain, everybody has common sense until they show me otherwise. So I don't wanna be like step one, walk with your left foot, take the right foot. I wanna be able to say, all right guys, this is what we got. All right, team, all right, you know, everybody, you know, everybody this all right, this is how it's gonna go. You this, you that, you that, and I'm I'm and then we go. I don't wanna have to be like can I, and you have to get more minutiae, 20,000 yeah. questions. I don't mind questions. Hey, <laughs> yeah. Q&A is fine. I love Q&A. Let's get it all cleared what up. But sometimes you get do? asked questions that you know you've either answered before or it's like, what is the connection to that? Like, how is that question even important to what we're doing kind of why question? Why are you doing this? Yeah. This why you having um, to do
1: this? <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, yeah. I'm I'ma say this. So uh, yeah. Not having to say anything about certain things that have to be done, let's just say around the house. Let's just just take it up. Let's just let's just go there. when you got things to do around the house. And someone, a mature person automatically goes and just do it or they know that hey this is such and so's day to do this or they'll do it for them that is a mature person someone that's gonna brighten and nice someone's day you know what i'm saying
0: it's just a kind thing to do too
1: or you walk in like oh Oh, man. Okay, I was going to wash these dishes, but somebody's already beat me
0: to it. Thank you.
1: Hello. <laughs> oh, Hello. Hey. Thank you. I was going to wash these clothes, but <laughs> hey, whoa. What do you do? Look at here. Oh. They're clean and they smell good, too. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, good. when you have those things that happen, yeah. that that brightens that brightens the day. But that's there's, uh, there's a lot on the plate. And there are a lot of other things that you can't. But that push aside no okay now that that's done now i can concentrate on other stuff you know so
0: so, Yeah, yeah i like that i like when somebody does that too um and a lot of it too has to be patience yeah and also i i'm not i'm not a tit for tat person about stuff but i tend to it's easier for me to help you clean off your plate if you help me clear off mine and of course we're not speaking literally we're speaking um, this is all of course everybody knows this yeah. is kind of from a work perspective or helping perspective. So um so yeah, if somebody like helping you you know, you don't have it's not they didn't make it a big deal. Yeah. Anybody that makes it a this is my pet peeve. So it's something they gotta get done and it's for the good of whatever has to get done, but they see it as they gotta do it for me. First mm-hmm. of all, I don't look at it as you have to do something for me. I'm just the one that have to be in the leadership role or the one that has to take the lead and get it done, get it delegated, get it all, all of us work it out. But when you have to, you know, when that other person has to get something done, they're going to want me to be a part of whatever they're trying to get done yes. too. My insight, the expertise, work, whatever it takes. So I, I am a big believer in, like, it's difficult. It's it's harder for me to be involved in what you got going on when you kind of wasn't, you, not only did you not kind of be a part of the team of help getting things done, but you made my life probably more difficult. Yeah. And that's hard for me to to be connected to some situation like that, a person like that. I'm not saying I wouldn't do it because sometimes you gotta do something because it's just who you are as a person, and so you do it. But at the same time, it's like, how do you let a person know, how would that person ever learn that that's not a good way to be, in my opinion? You know, because I'm not going to argue about it. I'm not mm-hmm. going to go back and forth about it with this person because they won't get they won't get the point.
1: Well, if you stop uh, helping them and you help others, the ones that help you, they'll see it. Yeah, that that just, that that just depends on how close you are. Well, here's the here's is.
0: the reason why it's slippery slope because because of one person within the group, maybe the person that's having to take the lead is is doing it. You want to help them or teach them a lesson. That's going to still impact others that's trying to get it done too. So it's like not fair to everybody. That's why it's like a difficult thing.
1: Yeah, and that's why sometimes
0: it. even though I don't want, I still just do it anyway mm-hmm. because it's about the team, not that one. I would use the word "whack" person.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a team. I've all you know me.
0: I've always been team thinking, team oriented. Yeah, you have. So, yeah. So that's always been a battle. So what I usually try to do is first try to figure out a way to um, respectfully. Have a conversation with that person about. Did you notice know yada yada mm-hmm. yada? This some situation versus that situation, and try to get it cleared up like that. And if that turns a little sour, then I kind of move on to you know the next step of what you said. Yeah, what you said maybe.
1: Yeah, but sometimes when I'm vocal about stuff, I have to really seriously just stop myself in my track because, you know, I grew up being you know. I mean, either quiet, if I'm quiet, but if I have to say something and it, it may not come out the way I, I, I would like for it to come out, you know, and I have to like, okay, did I say that the correct way? <laughs> did I use the correct word? Do they understand what I said? You know, what, what's up? Because sometimes I, I'll be talking to some family members and they'll, they'll look confused. Like, what what is she talking about?
0: Yeah. <laughs> what so is that, going that, on which explains know. a lot of sometimes the <laughs> communication thing. yeah you're, you're either going to be really like you say low-key or quiet yeah but i think just from what you because of what you describe from my observation you can go to like tact is out the door and you just straight <laughs> lay it out and be like hey. well um because of like you said maybe you grew up a lot of, you know in that situation where you yeah, they ain't getting it, so I'm just going to wait. I'm gonna eliminate the middleman. We're gonna get straight to the juggler and open it up and see what's going on.
1: <laughs> like what's going on? Well, if, it, if it's my kids, I just feel like I mean, if you're a mom, I mean, you still even though even know the kids are still adult? You still, I still got that motherly, you know, thing in me. You know, I'm not yeah. I'm not a I'm not I'm a newly I'm, I can say this is new to me. Still, I'm still trying to adjust. To the to the position, you know, I'm a, yeah. a grandmother too, so I'm still trying to adjust to that position as well. Yeah. So when I say stuff, sometimes I'm like, okay, did I say? You know, I'm, I I talk to them like they were teenagers. Let me just calm <laughs> it down, right? Let me. Ooh, but let they me they wind they
0: they, from, in my opinion, they do a good job of even when it was, you you know, you you mother, my super mom, you know, kick in. They do a good job, I think, of responding to like they don't. Yeah. They they you're their mom, so they're not going to someone else say what some of the stuff you say. It's going to be a different response because you're their mom. They respect that, so they just, you know, especially our daughter, do a good job at. You yeah, know, my son is easy for him. He don't he don't let too much bother him. So I don't know if it. <laughs> you'll never know if it him or not really.
1: Yeah, hopefully it's pretty much the same regardless. Yeah, hopefully just be a little patient with me. I'm trying to adjust. I'm trying to adjust
0: and um they they are wrong <laughs> you know they are they are adult what the world calls, you know what we all consider to be adults yes and um I think it's always going to be there that the fatherly mother thing going to be there to a certain extent but because how me and you are raised and how we think we just address it differently the only thing that can go red for me if i deem one of them are in disrespectful mode and if they communicate me Communicate with me in that way, then the conversation will be different. But yeah. that is so rare; it hasn't happened in a long, long time. I can't even remember you. I remember them um, speaking to me like that. It's I can't. I because once it happens, you try to move on. So I can't even recall it. It's been so long.
1: Yeah, and if you think about this, you know, we grew up in households of our parents. They are baby boomers, so they grew up a certain way. When you talk about respect, respect was big. It's huge. You know, even little if I think about the littlest thing that my mother or my dad or my grandma or anybody, you know, the adults in my family, the littlest thing would would be a uh would today what you would think is not disrespectful would be disrespectful. You know, you could really kinda <laughs> it's like, you know, any little word uh or anything, even the way you look will send a bow flying your way.
0: <laughs> yes yeah, Or P-E-C-T. go out.
1: Or know. they'll say, go out and get me a switch because you've been, do- <laughs> you know, <laughs> you said something you should have said you mm. a certain way. That respect was huge. Was but huge. here's the thing.
0: Here's the thing. And I know some people probably get a little uh, you know, a red flag or something when they talked about when you get whoopings and all that. Oh, sorry. It's so how, how people was this... raised. It is, you know, it's slowly changing because we're getting away from those stigmatisms, and those cultures and stuff of what we handed down from generation to generation. So, and I don't blame my parents. It's not like my parents was, I, I'm per, I'm glad to have the parents I have. But, um, you know, you think about the generations and where it lead to, especially depending on what culture, you're in, culture you are in. Then it some of those things that make sense, and then you just think about anyway. Um, so I don't hold a lot of that against, but um, I respect both my parents. My dad rarely had to do anything, and I respect them. So, whether I had got in trouble or got a whooping or beaten or whatever or not, they both taught me to, a good you know to be respectful, and definitely to them. But overall. So you're right. You don't need it. You don't need to physically have someone, you know, pop, you know, but brother, I did or didn't. I I still learned the same from my mom and my dad, even if my mom whooped me a lot or whatever or more than my dad, whatever the case may be. And I don't have any stigmatism or trauma because of it, because I under understood as I got older, I got I got a bigger picture of everything. And then you go, you look at what they went through and then look at what their parents went through and everything makes sense. And the one thing I can cl- confidently say is mm-hmm. both my parents did love me and do love me.
1: Yeah, our parents do love us, but it was tough. It was tough. It was tough back in the day.
0: Sweater weather. <laughs> <laughs> Sweater weather. Sweater yeah, weather. It was tough. Um,
1: it was tough, but...
0: but it could, And here's, a, here's a one as saying I'm also going to say, it could have been worse.
1: Yeah, but as an adult, you... Understand more, especially when you get your kids, you understand why your parents did. I mean, for me, I'm going to just talk for me because everybody's household was different. But for me, I can clearly see, understand why my mother or why my father did what they did, certain decisions they made. Um. And respect how they handle certain things. There are certain things I do, you know, respect them for as an adult. Now, I didn't understand as a kid, but as an adult, I do understand now. Um, but, yeah, back in the day, you know, the, you know, growing up back in the day, there, there was a different, it was a different time, different culture, different day. You know, a lot of things that that are, you know, kind of, it's just different. Let's just say it's just different. There's so many things I could list it that that is so different. Um, But I do know that there is strong love. It's like Chris mentioned about his parents, those the parents and grandparents, the family love, love their family, you know, even down to, you know, the grandparents, to the uncles, to the aunts, you know, they had a stronger connection to family. So, so yeah, the respect was, you know, really huge, you know, back in the day. Yeah. All right. So, Christopher, um, one of the things that can you remember, I know because <laughs> I know some of this stuff, but want you look, you want to talk about some of the things that you probably in the past have gotten a little gotten in trouble for. I knew
0: you was going <laughs> to. We were talking about clearing stuff out our plate, but somehow you. OK,
1: were... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You I mean, I, if, I if, you, if you want to, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to no.
0: traumatize you. I don't, I mean, I don't know. I may not have enough time. We might like, we might do a part two or something, but um, just thinking about too, about when when you're working with other people, my advice is always get to know them and understand mm-hmm. people that you have to be around, work with, uh, deal with in some level, whether it's at a personal level, or a professional level, spiritual level, you know, social level, whatever, whatever that level is before you kind of start writing your personal book, really get to read that book, you know, really get to yes. know that person because you'll find that you may have some bad vibe or may think something because of one particular incident, but you'll find if you get, get most people, you give them enough time, you'll see a lot of good qualities in people.
1: Yeah. I totally just got to give that. it
0: time. And I'm guilty, and I know we're mostly guilty of like, man, I don't know about that guy. But we don't know
1: him. But you know what? Aren't you ple- – Now, This
0: after five years and you know all up and down and everything about it, then that's yeah. different. But, but anyway, that's my two cents. Aren't you pleasantly
1: surprised when you think that a person is a certain way? you like, oh, they they look like they could, you know, be – you know, you know, they're nicer than what you thought or they're more mm-hmm. – I mean, they're different, like totally different personality than than what you perceived at first – but once you get to know them, they are just the most, you know, wonderful, like humble, kind, you know, gentle person, you know.
0: And and here's the thing. They may not even be all that. It's just that you understand them. Like you ever have somebody that. Somebody that known somebody longer than you known them, and you and some of the things like, man, I don't like something about that person, and they would agree, like, yeah, I see it, but they understand the person better, so it doesn't affect them the way it affect you because you don't understand that person, you haven't known that history of a person. When you have That's a lot true. of history with a person, you can understand certain quirks about them better. That's you true. You know, like certain quirks about me, Angela understands it better because she has a longer history. Mm-hmm. Where somebody that just kind of met me would be like. Oh.
1: What's up because with, they don't, what's up they don't you? know the
0: whole me they just saw a snapshot. Yeah.
1: What's up with Chris
0: And then that's all you know I'm gonna take that and that's the beginning and end of my book and that's what they got and it's not a good book to them but if you put a little bit more information like she got all, she got the most information in her book about me because she understands everything and so certain things about me she like I understand why he does certain things or react a certain way. And that makes you understand people better. So it may not be that they the greatest or they most humblest and nicest and kindest. Some people like that and as you get to know. Some people are they'll surprise you with something, like I guess to your point, they may be like, just do something like, oh man, I would have never thought. Wow, he is so nice. Mm-hmm. That is so nice. It, you know, somebody that, let's say, you, you thought was like, man, I don't know, they don't say nothing. They'd be able to speak, ask them for direction. They wouldn't even. And then you come in for, oh man, they, they somebody tried to break in your car and they, they took care of the problem for you and, mm-hmm. and called the police and everything and didn't let the people break in your car. You'd be like, that person did that? Yeah, they they covered you. What? Yeah. So you just never know what's in a person and what all their personality is. Just just from a yeah. little examination. And most of the time, I'm be honest. Most of the time I find if I get a snapshot of a person, I I'm wrong.
1: Yeah. Sometimes Chris do surprise me, guys. He do surprise me. I don't know what's going on, but sometimes he do surprise me. I don't know what's going on with Chris.
0: That's a good thing or bad thing.
1: <laughs>
0: you surprise me too.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And I don't know what's going on.
1: Life is like a box of chocolate.
0: Sometimes Angela surprises me. You
1: never know what you get.
0: You know what? Every time I wake up, I really don't know. Sometimes I wake up and I get this cotton candy, Angela cotton sweet. I got to, I got a cotton candy, Angela, this morning when I got he up. It gets was so cotton sweet. candy,
1: Angela, every morning. Da-da-da. So I don't know what. And she's
0: sometimes what about. I yep. get up, she's looking at me like I got poo poo <laughs> on my face. You know, like like I got a green goo coming well, out of my head.
1: Listen, you are asleep when I get up. So what are you talking about?
0: Huh? I'm talking when I get up. Oh, I am I didn't there. say when you get up. Oh okay.
1: you had to you get that when, out there, so huh? So when you get
0: You are when I get up. Nobody <laughs> said nothing about that. Listen um, Somebody gotta get up first. Anyway, when you get up
1: <laughs> What?
0: I'm sure you feel great or whatever. I know when I usually interact with you, most of the times you're cool most of the times I'm
1: cool all but you, the
0: time. Okay, in your mind. <laughs> so you I know I'm not even cool all the time. I'm well, I'm just realistic.
1: Okay, I would say this honestly. It just depends on what kind of day that I've already had. You know, sometimes I'll spill Sometimes the
0: you wake up oh, on the wrong side of the, the bed.
1: This is what happened today. Da, 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 your da, Your dreams
0: can mess up my day because you'd be like, man, I had this crazy dream, Chris. And then if I happen to be in it somehow, that's it for me. Bad day. Mm-hmm. Usually half of the day I got to get you straight. I got to spend my half of the day getting your mind right.
1: Yeah, you're not really most, much in my dreams.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what? I should be, be in having, all your dreams. Listen, I have these deep <laughs> dreams.
1: That's that's beyond you know what. Christopher, I can
0: dream about if he's you. In the,
1: he's <laughs> oh, no, it's, it's, right. it's not like a significant. He's not playing a significant uh, a significant role. Like in the like
0: dream. on what's that old uh, um, uh, Wayne and thing message? I just pop in like a postman message and then leave off the side, you know. Hello, bye. And I'm gone.
1: <laughs> no,
0: like a chibi or something.
1: No, it's not. It's not that. Uh, it's just like, oh. you know, it's like an everyday thing. But I'm just saying, I've told you about some of the, the Man, crazy. Could you imagine I had. if I
0: told you that, Andrew? You not really be. You don't really be. Yeah, in my dreams. I. would be dreaming about know, all of I've, all kinds of amazing. Listen, I've told you. You're not in there. You, but
1: I've told you about my dreams. So you you <laughs> heard about my me. dreams. But you you are. I would say this: if he's in my dreams, we're. I mean, we're together in it, but it's it's not a significant, like he's not the, the significant, like I'm trying to, I'm in a dream, trying to find something out it was some deep stuff in a dream. that I'm in the dream. And then when I wake up, I can remember almost a whole dream. And yeah. that's crazy. So when, if he's in it, He's like either with me and we trying to figure out. I mean, it's not like me and him are conversating enough or he'll, you know, whatever. But it's it's in my dreams. Uh, if he's playing a significant role in my dreams.
0: You're mad at me. Uh,
1: I don't know. I don't know if I've ever no. been mad at you. <laughs>
0: um, You've, I've been in. I've been in your dreams before, and you told me about it. And you said something I did that's ridiculous or something crazy. Oh, like
1: that that you was took a long time ago. Or
0: something that was a long. I mean, time I ago. I don't recall. But usually, you know, if you're upset, and I was in a dream, it's because I did something that I would never do in life, but somehow I did it in your
1: okay. dream. Okay. Anyway, but it's very
0: rare. You're right. It doesn't happen, it's happen rare. Often. It's
1: very um, rare. But and sometimes, he, he I just want to let you know reality, sometimes we all wake though, up
0: on the wrong side of the bed remembers. sometimes. But no, I don't. I don't remember what it was.
1: No, I'm saying you remember that there was a dream like of that. Of course, it happens sometimes.
0: I deal with sometimes. It's happened with me. I'm okay. keeping it real. I be dreaming, when keeping it real goes wrong. <laughs> dreaming.
1: All
0: right, so anyway, yeah, we'll talk a little bit more about the what happened, you know, when Chris did something wrong or whatever, what mom and Daddy did. I guess we'll have to do part two or something.
1: Yeah, so. he has a funny This story.
0: is Chris, and this is has 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 the stories spice
1: coming up next. So make sure you watch, everybody. Hey. Okay? Thank you for watching. Life. Hey. Bye bye.